the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Roswell in the 21st century is a detailed re-examination of the Roswell UFO crash case. I have studied the evidence for more than 30 years, and I now put that evidence under a microscope in a cold case examination of the facts. These facts might not please everyone. They are based on my comprehensive investigation that took years to complete, but they do lead to the conclusion that whatever fell was not built on Earth. The best of Project Blue Book is based on the 22-year-long investigation conducted by the Air Force. But the book goes far beyond that, bringing in evidence that was uncovered long after Project Blue Book was ordered terminated. Using facts that were unavailable to the Air Force investigators, I was able to prove that the Air Force manipulated the data and drew unrealistic conclusions about the UFO sightings reported to them. My different perspective shows there was more to Project Blue Book than even the Air Force knew. Both books are available at Amazon.com. Join Patty Conklin and Healing Within Radio each week. More than entertainment, Healing Within offers educational, useful tools for everyday life. Listen for help overcoming fear, anxiety, and depression. Patty knows about eliminating cancer, MS, dementia, Parkinson's, and a host of illnesses that we face every day. Life can be good. Life is good. All you need are simple tools to start changing your life. Start right now by visiting pattyconklin.com, P-A-T-T-I-C-O-N-K-L-I-N. No matter where you are in the world, you can work with Patty through Skype, phone, or in person, visiting one of her retreats in Georgia. Visit pattyconklin.com today or call our offices at 404 474 0086. That's pattyconklin.com or call 404-474-0086. Welcome to Mission Evolution Radio Show with Gwilda Wiaka, bringing together today's leading experts to uncover ever-deepening spiritual truths and the latest scientific developments in support of the evolution of humankind. For more information on Mission Evolution Radio with Gwilda Wiaka, visit www.missionevolution.org. And now, here's the host of Mission Evolution, Miss Gwilda Wiaka. Hello once again, my visionary friends. Thank you for joining me, Gwilda Wiaka, on another exciting adventure into future possibilities. This is Mission Evolution, where we share innovative thoughts and information with today's leading esoteric and scientific experts supporting the co-creation of a better tomorrow. You, dear listeners, are a very important part of this discussion. Email info at missionevolution.org with any comments or questions. We'll address them on the very next show. So grab your notebook, sit back, and enjoy. This hour, we'll be exploring the evolutionary power of sound. Something we tend to not think about is how our bodies perceive and interact with the world around us. Perception is directly related to frequency or wavelength. Light is an electromagnetic frequency perceived by the eyes. Sound is a mechanical wave registered by the eardrum. Both light and sound are also perceived by the body and translated by the brain. Electrical, excuse me, electromagnetic and mechanical waves exist in a continuum of frequency. 
Mechanical waves are slower, electromagnetic faster, until they leave our perceptual range on either end of the scale, such as microwaves and radiation. Everything expresses according to frequency. The health of an organism is dependent upon the delicate balance thereof. The same laws apply all along the frequency scale. To every wavelength, there is an equal but opposite that can cancel it out. For millennia, indigenous people have used this aspect of frequency through light, sound, and scent to correct frequency imbalances in person, place, or thing. With us this hour to delve into the mysterious power of sound is Eileen McCusick. Eileen is a researcher, inventor, author, educator, and practitioner who's been studying the effects of sound on the human body since 1996. She's written the award-winning, best-selling book, Tuning the Human Biofield, is the creator of Biofield Tuning Sound Therapy Method and founder of the Biofield Tuning Institute. Her website, biofieldtuning.com. Eileen, on behalf of our listeners and myself, thanks for joining us on Mission Evolution. Thank you, Quilda. And that was a wonderful introduction that you just did there talking about waves. Good job. (laughs) Thank you. I've I've, I've run across your work periodically over the years. It's so fun to finally hear your voice and have you on the show. Nice. Thanks. Uh, Eileen, what's your educational background? Well, um, you know, my educational background is a lot of experience. Uh, I've owned a number of businesses. I started a restaurant when I was 20 and owned that for 13 years. Um, However, I went to college as an adult because I had encountered phenomena in my sound therapy practice that was so strange and so compelling that I wanted to investigate it scientifically um, and try to see what academia and and science held for answers. So um, at the age of 39, I think, um, I enrolled in college as an adult. And I, I was in the middle of nowhere in rural Vermont up in the mountains. But it just so happened that there was a little college next to me, Northern Vermont University, that had, um, at the time, the only undergraduate degree in wellness and alternative medicine. Very comprehensive, fascinating program there. And they had two graduate degrees, um, education and counseling. (laughs) And I had the very good fortune of having um, a thesis committee, a team in, in my master's in education program that really gave me the freedom to create my own uh, my own tailor-made program. So I didn't get a degree in education to teach at like elementary school. I got a degree in a custom design integrative education, which looks at that, which connects the mm-hmm. discipline. Because in, especially in academia, the higher up you go, everything goes into its own wheelhouse. And we lose, you know, the underlying connectivity of all things. Um, and so that, that was what my, my, graduate independent work really focused on um, what is what are features and factors we see across all the disciplines you know uh, sacred geometry being one of them which is something that shows up in architecture in art in chemistry in the way that molecules build on each other um, certainly in healing Um, another one that I did was on plasma interesting topic Um, but you know basically plasma is the fourth state of matter that many of us don't even know about. Most people learn about solid, liquid, and gas, and they don't learn about plasma. Uh, When you start to really dig into that state of matter, you discover its ubiquity throughout all things. Um, And so, you know, I I consider myself more of a a cosmologist or a philosopher. Um, In my first book, I describe myself as a cosmological storyteller. Um, I love it. You you speak of electronic health. Let's start there. What is that exactly? Yeah, well, actually I call it electric health, but electronics are involved. Um, Electric health is the idea that our bodies have an electrical system and that this electrical system is primary. And this is one of those places where we're kind of missing the forest for the trees. Because most people get that their heart is electric. Like they might need a pacemaker or their heart stops. You know, they need it jump started with the electricity that comes out of a wall and through a machine, same electricity is jump-starting a heart and, and restoring life force and flow and current back into a body. Um, when, you know, when you die and your light goes out, your body is still there, 
But the you, you know, the you that is self-aware, the you that is conscious, the you that you self-identify with, your light is gone. And so this electrical system powers everything in our body. Our bodies run on electricity. Our bodies are batteries. And, um, and we extract electricity from our environment through our breath. Uh, the oxygen molecule has four free electrons that attach to the hemoglobin in our blood magnetically and then are dropped off at cells. It, it, it's electric current that our cells are running on. Same with well, our, Yeah, our cells, don't they even draw into them and uh, draw in what they need and repel what they don't need through electrical charges? Exactly. And so the cells that are most in need of oxygen will be the most magnetically attractive to the oxygen molecule. I wish um, we hadn't lost that perspective in the way we work our lives. I know. <laughs> I mean, as within, so without, you know, at the micro, so at the macro. Mm -hmm. Um, so what's you know, the what's the cause of most poor health from an electric perspective? Resistance in resistance and noise in the signal, in the electrical signal. So if our electrical signal is clear and static free and is able to circulate freely throughout the body, that means that every every cell is getting the juice it needs to run. And so when people have suffered a lot of trauma um, and they have gone into resistance over and over and over again, you know, think about growing up in a household with a, with a parent that's an alcoholic or a rageaholic and the violence and the noise uh, causes a, a contraction in the body and it creates areas of deep tension, deep subconscious tension that then become like traffic jams in the electrical system where you end up with a buildup of electricity in one area, uh, creating inflammation, which then leads to a deficiency of electricity in another area, which leads to malfunction. And so, go ahead. Okay. Um, so that's on the emotional level, and I, I really, I get that. Um, what about on the physical level? Things like heavy metals just mechanically blocking, you know, creating more resistance. Heavy metals definitely play a role, but one of the things that I've observed is, you know, we're all exposed to heavy metals. Most of us ended up with, you know, mercury fillings. Um, it's certainly in the environment. Many of us, it was in vaccines that we received. Uh, you know, we're all exposed to heavy metals. There's certain people that do not eliminate them easily and tend to build them up. And what I have found is that that is also emotional. That I was going to say, yeah. yeah the <laughs> characters who repress anger, especially, um, who hold back anger, create a certain tension on, on all of their cell membranes, you know, not just in the musculature, but in the whole body. And that tension in the, the cell membranes is what stops just what we were saying, the cell from being able to get out what it needs to get out and let in what it needs to let in because there's too much tension in the equation. So, you know, again, we're, we're all exposed to all kinds of toxins are in our environment, but the higher our voltage, the more electrical current we've got flowing, the less resistance and noise, the more efficient our body is going to be at managing these toxins. We um, have just a little bit of time left in this segment. What's the first sign that your, your voltage is dropping? What, what does the person notice? You're tired. You know, your voltage is your energy. And if your voltage is dropping, if your battery meter, you know, you think about your body as a battery and it has a little meter, you know, and on a scale of one to 100, where is your battery meter at? You know, you can ask yourself that question and see what number comes back. And if you're below 85% or below 80%, your body is not thriving. It's not being able to take care of all the things that it needs to fix. If our batteries are at optimum level, if we learn how to charge more than discharge and how to manage our emotions better, um, our energy level will go up. And then, you know, suddenly your body fixes itself. You feel like busting clutter. Um, and off we go. And I'm, off we go. <laughs> so it is time for that commercial break. Eileen and I will return shortly. So don't you go away. You're listening to Mission Evolution, coming to you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net.
Are you looking for psychic services that empower as well as provide accurate information? Jenny is a third generation psychic with extensive esoteric training. A practicing professional intuitive for over 30 years, her accuracy is astounding. While most psychics can read what will happen to you if you don't change directions, Jenny understands the future is subjective. While there is a river of time we all traverse, that river has many waves, eddies, currents, and tributaries from which to choose. With Jenny as your guide, you can explore the many possible outcomes in the river of time and navigate your course to the one of your liking. Take control of your future. Book your life-changing session with Jenny today at www.gen-e.net. That's www.gen-e.net. Mission Evolution is dedicated to the well-being of the planet and animals, as well as the evolution of humankind. One major factor threatening all three is increasing toxicity. Heavy metals and other environmental toxins are poisoning our bodies, deteriorating our brains, blocking our spiritual connection, and shortening our lives. Yet these poisons are extremely difficult to remove. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, and I recently became aware of a product created from the marriage of nature and nanotechnology called Vitality is formulated from zoolite whose crystalline structure binds toxins, gently carrying them out of the body. The light is only as clear as the window through which it shines. Clear your body, shine your light into the world. Visit VitalityHappens.com for a 20% discount. Enter code PATHHOME. In the mid-1990s, I was approached by a young woman who believed she'd been abducted by alien creatures. In conversations, I began a journey that took me not into the world of interstellar travel, but back through time into past lives. Under hypnotic regression administered by a professional rather than describing abduction, Jenny, as she is called, begins to tell a tale of horror in 19th century London. Her unbelievable past life seems to connect with Jack the Ripper and other monsters of the past. Throughout the session, Jenny provides a rich detail of her past lives that links some of the most horrific killers in history to one another. Using the resources of a university library in the pre-internet day, I was able to verify some of Jenny's claims. She has knowledge that wasn't readily available to a suburban housewife. Does this prove the reality of her tales? Conversations attempts to answer that and other provocative questions. Conversations is available at Amazon.com. Hello again, this is Mission Evolution, missionevolution.org. To all our faithful and thoughtful listeners, we really value your opinion and would love to hear from you. What do you think about the possibility of healing with sound? This in from a member of our audience regarding the episode entitled, Reframing Fear of COVID-19. J.S. shares, it all sounds good in theory, but with all the fear-mongering going on in the media regarding COVID-19, it's really hard not to buy into it. Thanks for bringing this up, J.S. The frequency of fear being broadcast forms a resonance supporting more fear. The key is to shortstop yourself from going there. Developing a discipline such as Tai Chi, meditation, yoga, or shamanism that can help you master your frequency rather than the other way around. Curious, dear audience? Visit our archives at missionevolution.org, listen to the episode entitled Reframing Fear of COVID-19, and let us know what you think. Email me at missionevolution.org and give me your thoughts or questions so we can all share them. With us this hour discussing the power of sound is Eileen McCusick. Her website, biofieldtuning.com. There was all sorts of rabbit holes I could have gone down and probably will, Eileen. This this takes us so many different directions. But as you were talking about our our electrical charge and us being batteries, how does does this relate to um, a chi energy? Well, I just finished reading this book called The Invisible Rainbow, and uh, and in it he talks about how in the 50s, uh, American scientists and, and Chinese Qigong practitioners got together and they talked about qi and they talked about electricity, and they, they basically were like, what, we're call, what they call qi and what we call electricity are the same thing, a life force, it's the flow of energy, it's, you know, it's the living light in motion, and 
I think that the the Eastern perspective of it acknowledges the more subtle aspects where the Western perspective is doesn't necessarily embrace that side. It's called subtle energy. It like may or may not exist. It's putative, you know, rumored to exist. Um, you know, you know, I heard at one point um, that that's because the Eastern studied the living organism and the Western uh, uh, focused on cadavers. So yeah. like you say, the cadaver doesn't have that mysterious form force in it anymore. No, no, it, it doesn't. And, and there's a denial in Western culture of the life force altogether. You know, it's considered nonsense, which I find so strange. It's like, what do you mean? How can you say that the life force is nonsense and that people who speak of the life force, like you're there, there's something that's there when you're alive and there's something that's not there when you're dead. And it is this light, it is this electricity that has gross aspects and subtle aspects. So I really come to see subtle energy as um, metaphorically, like how water vapor is to water, subtle electricity is to the sort of more gross electricity that we understand. And just like you can't measure water vapor with a measuring cup, you can't measure this subtle expression of electricity with a voltmeter. It doesn't mean it's not there. So this you know, takes us into all the paranormal, paranormal uh, realms, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't believe in that world, that word. You know, th there's this weird division that's been created between exactly. science and spirituality mm -hmm. and science and pseudoscience and normal and paranormal. And it's all just words and nonsense. It's all life. It's all normal. It's all either defined and understood or not defined and understood with words. But it's, so it, it all is. <laughs> it, goes, it goes back to that continuum thing. Just because we perceive it doesn't mean it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, and the thing is, actually, the subtle energy can be perceived with a tuning fork. And, and that is really the essence of my work. Because what I was doing was I was combing through people's the atmosphere around people's bodies slowly with a vibrating tuning fork and discovering areas of resistance, of mm -hmm. subtle mass that I could actually move that subtle mass with the tuning fork. Nice. And yeah. What, what's the, let, let's, let's break it down a little bit here. What is the human biofield? Because that's where you're working, right? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. There, this is a definition that it's still being developed in the scientific community because the biofield really sits right at that juncture of alternative and conventional of science and pseudoscience like the biofield straddles both worlds at this moment and there are many scientific studies that you can go and find about the biofield you can search it in pubmed there are you know hundreds and hundreds of studies biofield medicine is things like reiki therapeutic touch healing touch Qigong, any of these things that recognize and work with the body's electrical system. And people don't call it the electrical system. You know, it's it's just been relegated into the word energy and woo, and people have been programmed to think of it as nonsense. Um, but it, it's very nuts and bolts. You know, it's very, very simple in, in my experience. You know, our our body is our biofield is our electrical system. It is all the electrical signaling that is constantly going on at light speed between the brain, the cells, the you know every organ, every system is all communicating with waves instantaneously. And this sort of chemical lock and key slow motion, that's, that's a very old paradigm. You know, we learned in elementary school in the 70s, like understanding of the body and how it works has evolved considerably and and this is all real science. So, you know, it isn't it's it's moving, it's currently moving into the realm of being understood and defined scientifically as what I would just call the electrical system of the body. So, what entirety. can what can you tell us about the frequency of the human body? Well, you know, lots of people want to simplify things like that. Like that the human body has a a healthy frequency or I think that that's super limited. I mean, every single cell in your body is in its own motion and anything in motion produces waves and frequencies. So every single organ has its own optimum frequency range that it operates in. You know, every single aspect of you has an optimum range. And, and that's in relationship to the environment that you're in, the circumstances that you're under, the age you are. You know, there's... It, it, it's much more complex. You are a symphony. 
And your symphony of instruments, many little tiny instruments that are either in tune individually and with the whole or are out of tune because you've taken all these hits and had all these difficulties in your life, you know, and knocked out third violin players, just, you know, <laughs> lost he, their music. <laughs> he went down, broke a string. Yeah, exactly. So, so what I'm seeing here is we're talking about, well, there's two different aspects, well, there's more than two different aspects, but two major ones I'd like to point out. One is everybody at any, any given time, age, and health has a, a, a particular frequency or symphony of frequencies. Within that, doesn't every thought, every intent, every emotion um, alter the frequency slightly? So we're looking more like a dance? Absolutely. It's, a continu it's continually in flux, right? There's nothing static about it. It's a very dynamic system. And yes, every single thought, every single emotion produces a waveform that is unique, you know, and that is um, that is the same in people, plants, and pets and animals. Everything and isn't, speaks to the where, vibration. And isn't this where empathy comes in? Is that if we can tune into those subtle, some people are more sensitive to it than others, but if we tune into those subtle energies coming from someone else, we can empath what's going on for them. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, you know, that's the struggle of empaths everywhere. <laughs> is that ability to sense other people's vibes, to feel it in your own body. And, you know, and that is empathy is I, wow, I feel you, man, you know, and <laughs> exactly, yeah. so what negatively impacts our frequency? What, what are the greatest uh, compromises we're dealing with today? Well, you know, there's internal ones like your own inner critic or um, any kind of negative self-talk that you're engaging in because because it informs all of our cells. You know, if you're if you're sending a harsh vibe to yourself, you know, it's like a it's like a mean boss coming in and yelling at everybody. You know, what does that do for morale? What does that do for productivity? Like if you have a mean boss in your head that is continually being punitive, your morale is going to get really low. And your, you know, your voltage is going to go low. So it's super important that we're really mindful of the vibe we're generating in our own environment for the health of our cells. You know, you, you're like, you're full of bacteria and viruses and all kinds of other stuff that are, you know, making a home in your body. And, and you're sovereign in here. You know, what kind of inner kingdom do you want to create? Because it's your domain. It's one of the only things that you really have dominion over is the tonal experience inside your own body and mind. And the story that you can't control that is a lie. You know, lots of people are like, oh, I can't control the voice in my head. Well, you know what? Who's controlling it then if you're not? Like, get a grip and get in control and believe that you have the power to create coherence, to generate as much coherence as you possibly can through your own thinking and through your own inputs. Another thing that that damages people, that lowers your voltage, that you know, is is pollution on the outside, and whether that's chemical pollution, electromagnetic pollution, bad characters spewing out toxic vibes around you, um, you know, global circumstances beyond our control. So we're we're influenced both within and without. Uh, constantly by things that are either going to take us down or keep us in a state of order, organization, and energy. It seems like, and we're just about out of time in this segment, but it seems like we're, we're dealing with, two, again, uh, two different things here. One is um, t taking care of our inner environment, and then two, being mindful of our outer environment and reducing as much of the impact as possible, but still realizing it goes right back home, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the beautiful thing is, is that the more, um, the healthier we become inside, the more clear our signal, the less resistance in our flow, the, the more resilient we become and the better able we are to manage and process external stressors. Mm, beautifully put, beautifully put. Well, um, we'll pick up this on the other side of a break. It's just fascinating stuff, uh, but it is time for a commercial break. Eileen and I will return to our discussion shortly, so you stay right there. This is Mission Evolution. We're coming to you on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net.
How would your life change if you could develop the business and personal skills that you need in order to make more money? Do you want to learn how to achieve your big life goals faster? Then go to findhiddenmoney.com and get the Goal For It online course. The course teaches you how you can set and achieve your biggest goals while completely overcoming the roadblocks to your goals so that you can realize your dreams and imagine more success. Go to findhiddenmoney.com. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide audience if you have seen a ufo had a close encounter seen a ghost bigfoot lake monster or a story that you would like to share or have investigated contact me rob mcconnell by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll free 1-800-610-7035 extension 143 and on skype xzone radio tv for more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the Exxon from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, always remember Exxon Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Memorable dynamic presentations are a not-so-secret weapon in the business world. Do you have a powerful message that must be shared, but you haven't found a way to deliver that message? Do you want to be known as a top public speaker who gets amazing results? Are you ready to create and deliver your powerful message? Thomas Hides can help you create and deliver your speech to get the results you desire. Visit IconQuality.com. Welcome back. This is Mission Evolution. Did you know our entire Leading Edge Information Packed episode collection is available to listen or download with our compliments? Visit our archives at www.missionevolution.org for our ever-growing selection of guests and topics. Our special guest this hour is Eileen McCusick. We're speaking about the mysterious power of sound. Her website, biofieldtuning.com. Eileen, we got into an interesting topic about resilience. And could you speak a little bit about balance and resilience and how to um, tell if you're losing balance and then some of your methodology for correcting it? Well, part of becoming aware of our electrical body, our electrical system, our inner light, you know, our inner light is a biological reality. It's not some spiritual notion. It it is literally biologic. Uh, Where we place our attention in what feels like the inside of our own minds actually creates a concentration of energy in a specific zone in the biofield. So, for example, if people are always worrying about the future and uh, projecting themselves into the future, thinking about their to-do list or, you know, kind of running in their minds, um, they actually create an imbalance of energy off the right of the body. In this model of the biofield, the biofield is a toroidal bubble. It's basically an electromagnetic bubble with a spiral down the center where the body is. 
And, and so I, that's just, excuse me, that's just exactly like what surrounds the earth and the sun as well. Exactly. And that's what okay. I was about to say is that anything <laughs> has an electric current running through it has a magnetic field around it. And that field is not diffuse. It is bounded by, uh, you know, in cosmological terms, what is called a um, double layer membrane of greater electrical charge. So in the earth, we see the magnetosphere and the ionosphere of creating this barrier between us and the sun. And with the sun and the you know, the whole um, solar system is within the heliosphere, within the this bubble. And so the human body is no different. So we have an outer boundary of our field that's about five or six feet away from us. And uh, and this is what I call, you know, this is what I call the biofield. This is what I would say is the mind, conscious mind, unconscious mind, all of our memories, all of our feelings. Everything happens electromagnetically, electromagnetic fluctuations, if you will within this bubble. And um, so in this model, the body is actually inside the mind rather than the other way around. And when the mind goes out of balance, the body follows. So coming back to the right hip, anybody who overthinks and overdoes and is sort of constantly in motion within and without is going to, to start to develop issues with their right hip because the energy that is supposed to inform the order, structure, and function in a balanced way has now been shifted, you know, a foot and a half off the hip and, and is running out in the field because they're not in the present moment. We want to, when we're present in the present moment, our energy is balanced. When we're going into the past, when we're going into the future, we're taking ourselves out of the now. And, and out of this midline of, of optimum energy flow. Why, so, the, right, why the right hip? Uh, I mean, it's just it's what, the, what I call the biofield anatomy. Um, having, I've, re- I've mapped this whole bubble that I'm talking about by bouncing sound off of it and listening to the signal that comes back. And what the sound did was it, it unveiled this invisible terrain of patterns around the body and a very specific anatomy and physiology of what is taking place in this field. So um, would, you mind, would you mind going, let's back up a little bit. You're talking about bouncing sound and listening. Exactly how do you do that? Well, I'll move the tuning fork, you know, from that, from that six feet away, sort of find that outer edge, the membrane of the field, which in the biofield anatomy within that membrane holds the record of gestation, and then just inside it, it holds the vibration of birth. So uh, what this structure appears to be is kind of like rings in a tree um, that are, that's holding the record, the vibrational record of our life. So our memories, you know, rather than being stored in the fat of our brain, because where in nature do we ever see information stored in fat, um, seems to be stored in standing waves in the biofield. And we see information in standing waves everywhere. So when I am giving somebody a session, it's like dropping a needle on an album and reading the vibrational record of a person's life from gestation to current time. So when I get the tuning forks kind of right next to the body or right up over the body, it's reading the vibes of now. But there is this whole timeline aspect. So if I'm working on somebody that's 60 and I'm working in the area off their left shoulder because they have pain there. I know from many years of research that the area off the left shoulder in the biofield is the file drawer for the frequencies, the record of every time we've ever felt sad. And sad has a very distinct tonal quality to it. The tuning fork reflects that. You get into a pocket of sadness, a memory of sadness that's containing that vibrational information. And the tuning fork broadcasts it. So, so, they, so let, let's back up again. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So you're using a tuning fork to establish a tone, but then what are you using to um, translate the information you're getting back? Uh, do you have some kind of um, uh, measurement? What are you using? That's a really great question. I'm using the exquisite, delicate instrument of my own human body and my own knowing and my own resonant empathy of feeling something and knowing in my own body, wow, that feels and sounds like sadness. So it's subjective. It's subjective. Okay. So that means that you're a huge part of the uh, equation. Absolutely. And, but the thing is, is that, you know, in time, 
everybody can learn to do this because it's a, it's a language that doesn't change. Sadness is always sadness. So, you know, if you're a practitioner and you're just learning this and you hit this area, it really does have the same feeling as sad music. Like you feel it in your body. You're like, it evokes that tone in you. There's a knowing. There's just a knowing. So Eileen, how much, if the practitioner is indeed the tool, is indeed the register, how much does our own issues, um, cloud what we're picking up from someone else do we have to be in process all the time in order to to keep honed so that we can do this well i think the answer is really both you know in biofield tuning we teach people how to go into a state of what i call hollow bone which is where you just take your own vibrations of your own persona and you just put them on the back burner and you just go into a very active listening so that it's just you and your senses paying attention to what you're encountering and so you know, it's not hard to detect distortion in the field. Even if you don't, even if you haven't learned yet what this particular distortion means, you can still feel like, whoop, I hit some distortion and resistance here. There's no need for anybody to know what it is. There's no need for the person on the table to recall the memory. There's no need for the practitioner to decipher it because the body sorts all that out. The practitioner, I say practitioner, it's, you're a technician. It's your job to just locate areas of noise and resistance in the field. And when you find them, stay there and reflect that back to the body. And the body is a self-tuning instrument. The body how, is self-organizing. How do you reflect it back? You just It's like a biofeedback. You activate the tuning fork. You hold it in the atonal spot. The, the, the information that's present is reflected in the overtones and undertones of the fork as the, those waveforms intersect. And so the, that feel like, for example, if somebody was in a car accident, like let's say they were T-bones suddenly, you get this spike that's like, Wee! and you can really hear it. We call that the sound of alarm. So you get in this place and you feel it. You feel the alarm in your body. The person hears on the table, hears the sharp tone. And you, you look at your timeline and you go, okay, you're 60. I'm halfway through. This is about 30 alarm. What does that make you think of? Um, oh, that's when I was in a car accident. And that's and my body expressed that waveform of alarm. So, so, we so this stay. you're you're mapping how how uh, trauma stored in the body, the electrical aspect of the body. Exactly. You can find every memory of trauma and and effectively retune it, uh, iron it out, take take out. You know, it, it, what is that thing in um, music recording? Auto tune. It takes out the highs and the lows, right? This is the same thing. The body auto tunes. The body hears its own noise. This is like looking in the mirror and seeing you have spinach in your teeth, right? You're like, oh, geez, how long has that been there? And so are you, you fix it. Are you, are you using the tuning forks, uh, like that equal but opposite waveform, to reflect back to the body? Is that what you're talking about? No, no, it is not equal and opposite. It is resonance with okay. exactly resonance what with. is there. So okay. it initially resonates with the disturbance and gives you the information of the disturbance. You hear it in the overtones and undertones. You hear the chaos. You hear the static and the difficulty. And, and sensitive people can even tell you the story that's there because it's encoded there vibrationally. People and you're, get you're, you're, right. By the resonance, you're raising the volume and setting loose the information. You are resonating, you are witnessing and resonating with that memory. And the person, if it's a sad memory, the person on the table might start crying right away um, because you're, you are releasing that. This is a, I never cried about when my dog died because one moment I started, my dad smacked me and told me that big boys don't cry. And I suppressed all that. And now you're poking into it in my field and whoa, I'm feeling, I'm feeling that sadness I never felt. And so as a, as a practitioner, I just stay there and witness that with you, be there in empathy with you as you sob those tears you never sobbed over losing your dog. Right. And so what will happen is that the tuning fork, we just keep on introducing the fork. The body tunes itself. Like if I had a guitar that was in tune and you had a guitar that was out of tune and I kept giving you an A or an E, you would, you know, do some dials and adjustment and, and then suddenly your E would be in tune. The body does the exact same thing. It hears it's out of tuneness. It resonates with it. It allows you to feel it. And then it harmonizes. It's then the body relaxes down into that equal and opposite way from the body generates its own antidote. The tuning fork doesn't. The tuning fork well, just gives the body the reflection. Again, we're going to have to pick up with this on the other side of a commercial break. Eileen and I will be back shortly to continue our discussion. So don't go away. 
This is Mission Evolution on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. to me over and over again simultv.com simultv.com what's simultv.com that's what i asked them they had it written on the side of their ufo how do you spell that ufo no i mean simultv.com 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 right simultv.com interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com ufo last night oh yeah yeah now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, Sonny Boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, Sonny Boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. In the mid-1990s, I was approached by a young woman who believed she'd been abducted by alien creatures. In conversations, I began a journey that took me not into the world of interstellar travel, but back through time into past lives. Under hypnotic regression administered by a professional rather than describing abduction, Jenny, as she is called, begins to tell a tale of horror in 19th century London. Her unbelievable past life seems to connect with Jack the Ripper and other monsters of the past. Throughout the session, Jenny provides a rich detail of her past lives that links some of the most horrific killers in history to one another. Using the resources of a university library in the pre-internet's day, I was able to verify some of Jenny's claims. She has knowledge that wasn't readily available to a suburban housewife. Does this prove the reality of her tales? Conversations attempts to answer that and other provocative questions. Conversations is available at Amazon.com. Mission Evolution is dedicated to the well-being of the planet and animals, as well as the evolution of humankind. One major factor threatening all three is increasing toxicity. Heavy metals and other environmental toxins are poisoning our bodies, deteriorating our brains, blocking our spiritual connection, and shortening our lives. Yet these poisons are extremely difficult to remove. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, and I recently became aware of a product created from the marriage of nature and nanotechnology called Vitality is formulated from zoolite whose crystalline structure binds toxins, gently carrying them out of the body. The light is only as clear as the window through which it shines. Clear your body, shine your light into the world. Visit VitalityHappens.com for a 20% discount. Enter code PATHHOME. Welcome back. This is Mission Evolution, bringing together gifted service, people of service to the world. I love to hear from our audience. Your thoughts are very important to me. To suggest a topic or guest that you think would be of interest, email us at info at missionevolution.org. Speaking of gifted people of service to the world, this hour we're sharing thoughts with Eileen McCusick, her website, biofieldtuning.com. Eileen, we, when we started the program, we talked about the difference between electromagnetic waves and uh, mechanical waves. And so you're using uh, mechanical waves of sound to interface with the electrical system of the body. How does that work? Well, you know, I think that we don't fully understand waves um, completely, you know, because sound is part of the electromagnetic spectrum. And part of the reason why we don't understand waves is because we try to turn everything into nouns and compartments. Um, Everything, whether we call it sound, whether we call it electricity, whether we call it light, whether we call it music, it's all the movement of waves, okay? Now, we're told that sound doesn't travel through space because space is an empty vacuum, right? That statement is completely false. Space is not an empty vacuum. Like, again, that's thinking from decades ago. Space is filled with electrical plasma. 
And, and sound does travel through plasma. Um, they're called alpha waves. You know, we, we, NASA has recordings of the sun and the stars and like sound travels through space. Um, and what we call, there's two definitions for sound. One is sound that human beings can hear in the 20 to 20,000 hertz range. But another definition is propagated waves of any frequency, which would mean that even what we're calling microwaves is sound. It's just a traveling wave, okay? So I, I think that, you know, we don't, we don't fully understand um, all, all of that. And it, makes it can make it a little difficult to talk about. But a tuning fork, a vibrating tuning fork, produces a weak electromagnetic charge. And it makes it like a magnet. And able to move the subtle electric energy that's in the field. Um, you know, even a bee's beating wings produce an electromagnetic charge. It discovered the whole relationship between bees and flowers is very electromagnetic. The body also translates, you know, through the ear and the spirals and crystals in the ear, uh, you know, that mechanical information of sound or really anything, ultrasound, even light is being translated into electromagnetic signals in the brain. And same if we put a mechanical tuning fork on the body, what's happening in the body is, is electricity is being generated and moving around. So I don't, I don't think we can separate sound from electromagnetism. I, I think that all of creation, you know, we look at the electromagnetic spectrum and we go, yeah, humans can perceive just this little tiny bit, right? This tiny sliver of it. But what that's telling us is that ultimately everything is just waves. Everything is light. The, the particle is a artifact of human perception. There's really no such thing as a thing. <laughs> Everything is waves. And so we use waves to influence waves. We use a, a strong coherent signal to influence the weak incoherent signal going on in the body. Well, now, uh, you, you use tuning forks to do this. Can we, um, I'm wondering if this isn't the vehicle that shaman use, can a person become such an energy master through training that they can actually affect the change in another person's body by modulating their own personal frequency? Oh, yeah. I mean, we do that all the time. You know, we're constantly influencing other people's vibes with our, with our own vibe. And I talk about, you know, what we learn in biofield tuning is that you become the tuning fork. Like, we talk about creating coherent emitters. So that the more coherent my own system is, the more I'm in order, the more I'm going to give off that vibe of order and I'm going to create order in my environment. I mean, we all have friends that it's just such a relief to be around them, right? And then we have other friends that are like, oh my God, you're such an incoherent hot mess and you just drained me completely hanging out with you. So we, we're, we're all constantly, just like a tuning fork influences the body, the vibrational patterns in our bodies is continually informing our environment and the people so, around us. So how can we as individuals, some tools if you would, come back into that place of center? Because I mean, it's great. I could go to you. You could use your turning fork. You could help me. You could help me find spots. But are there some tools that we as individuals can use to, to make that correction so that we start living more in the place of balance rather than yesterday or tomorrow? You know, that's what my whole next book is all about, Gwilda. It's called Electric Body, Electric Health, and it's coming out in January in 2021. So and, you'll have to get back on the show. Yeah, and it is all about learning to use your mind more intelligently, consciously, and effectively. Because we're not taught how to use our minds, and our education, unfortunately, uh, causes us to use our minds in non-beneficial ways. And, and this is what... What's really been revealed to me more than anything through this work, through exploring the mind, through exploring how people misuse their mind, um, through exploring what proper use of mind looks like. Um, there are many, many things we can do. It's hard for me to answer that in somebody. I just wrote a 300-page book on the topic. So um, tuning forks are not necessary. I mean, I've, I've gotten to that point where I can become aware within myself. I'll just give you a quick, easy one. And this is something that everybody tends to do. There's an energetic arrangement within our physiology that I call the posture of victimhood. And in the posture of victimhood, we've scrunched our, our awareness down into our left hip in this sort of frustrated, unheard, powerless stance. 
and we're sitting in there and somebody we're a victim and somebody else is a villain and we're, you know we're just like sucks and <laughs> we're really I mean, even our left hip hurts you know that's just a story and a pattern it takes two you know you can't have a, a, a it, it's a dance of two and victims need to accept the role that they play instead of just going right into blame of the perpetrator i can guarantee you you know, and I having done this myself many, many times, you know, realizing it and recognizing it in myself, um, this tendency to uh, lick your wounds, feel unheard, you know, go, go into this whole thing. So if you're feeling that way, if you catch yourself, like in what I call the posture of victimhood, you want to become aware. I'm like, oh, yeah, my energy is really all scrunched down in my left hip and I'm pulled in and I'm hunched over and I'm telling myself this sad story. You can just pull your energy into the midline of your body, straighten your spine, you know, stand up straight, breathe deep into your belly, tell yourself, I am not a victim. And then look at the perspective from that energetic posture of uprightness and centeredness and presence. And I can pretty much guarantee you, you're going to come up with a different way to handle the situation other than the same old, same old sob story of Exactly. Well, you speak of using love as the ultimate healing tool. Um, and we're getting close to the end of our segment, but would you mind going into that for us? I love that concept. Yeah. Well, I think what we call love and truth and beauty and God and, you know, all that is all one thing. Nature is exquisitely coherent. Um, nature is perfect. And we are part of nature. And the only thing that separates us from resting in that truth, beauty, harmony, order, God place is noise in our signal. And stories that we're not worthy of that, first and foremost, stories that we're not worthy. Any place you have an issue in your body, you're not letting in love. You're not letting in nature. You're holding it back because somewhere in your mind, you have a story that you're not worthy. And I can pretty much almost guarantee that. And, and the not worthy story, not worthy of love, not worthy of coherence, not worthy of health, not worthy of being able to rest in a contented moment of no need, um, is, it's just a story. It's just a story. Your fundamental nature is coherence, harmony, order, alignment with nature. And we can be healed by nature simply by letting down all the shields we're holding up against it. And so you're, you're, you're relating nature and love. Would you make that connection for us, please? Yeah. Nature, love, God, the universe, source, truth, beauty. It's all the same thing. The unified field, the electromagnetic spectrum, all of creation is love because it is all, there is no noise in there in that signal. There is only noise in the human signal creating an illusion of separation that, that we are not part of nature, that we're guilty sinners, we've fallen from grace, we're no good, and therefore we're not worthy of abundance, of health, of, of all the things that nature expresses. And so nature holds the key to balance uh, when we find ourselves in a place of imbalance. Absolutely. Going in the ocean, going in the woods. Um, I went hiking a couple years ago now, I guess it's been, but I, was, I went on a pretty long hike and I was, I was coming back down the mountain, my left knee started to go south. At that time, I had a, a minor misalignment between my hip and my knee. And it really hurt a lot. And I, and I still had a long way to go. I stood in front of a beech tree, this beautiful beech tree, and I asked it to heal me. And I just stood there and I let it in. The codes for perfect health exist within you and around you. They're there. It's just you got to let it in and you've got to believe that it's possible and you got to believe that you're worthy. And so after just a few minutes of standing in front of this tree, believing that it could heal me, the pain in my knee went away. I walked down the rest of the mountain without any discomfort and I had no pain the next day because That's I believe that, that it would work and it did. That's a beautiful, beautiful story. I mean, we could go on for another hour. You're such a wonderful wealth of information and I thank you so much for the amazing work you're doing in the world. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, we are out of time. Eileen, thank you so much for coming on the show. Our guest this hour has been Eileen McCusick, researcher, founder of the Biofield Tuning Institute, and the author of the award-winning, best-selling book, Tuning the Human Biofield. Her website is biofieldtuning.com. 
Do remember, our entire information-packed past episode collection is available for listen or download free of charge. Visit our archives at www.missionevolution.org for our ever-growing selection of guests and topics. You can contact us at info at missionevolution.org with any suggested guests or topics. We love to hear from you. This has been Mission Evolution with Gwilda Wiecka on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Join us next time as this mission continues, bringing information, resources, and support to an evolving world.